I'm in Coulter. I'm Ryan Carvalho. And I'm AJ Burgess. And this is Talking Sports. This podcast is about three best friend wannabes who yell at each other about sports and their hot takes, all for fun. We talk about baseball, basketball, NFL, and school sports. You know what? Let's talk about NFL. I mean, we're starting with Thursday Night Football. Biggest game for the Raiders in recent history. I mean, we're talking about 63-21. to 21. A team that's coming off of a 3 nothing game for four quarters with the Minnesota Vikings, who had their backup, backup quarterback playing. I mean, this is a huge win for the Raiders and a huge loss for the Chargers. I actually semi-agree, but I think it's a bear dub for the Chargers, honestly, because it finally gave them an excuse to fire Brandon Staley. And their general manager. And their general, and general manager. manager. Which... That's all. That's a great. They need to get rid of that front office. They, they needed want. to get rid of Brandon Staley because honestly, he has a. Pr- the and Chargers are. They have a lot of talent, and they're just not doing anything. We had this press conference where he's like, "I'm going to be calling the defensive plays. I'm calling the defensive plays." And then he goes in, lets up 47 points at halftime. He wants to be a defensive centered coach, and clearly he's failing he's at working. He's but failing at. What did he say in that interview? He said. Someone, what reporter asked him that? Some random reporter yeah, some, said. Some. Like, Do you think you'll be the coach by tomorrow morning? He says, I don't know, but I should be. Should be. Should be. Was he? So. No, no, no. What a shoulda. What a shoulda. Now we have a headless, a head coachless Chargers, which are pretty much out of the playoffs. We have a Raiders. No way they get in. Yeah, there's not really a chance to get in. Raiders who have some future with uh, their current linebackers coach. I forget his name. What is his name? Antonio right? Pierce. Antonio Pierce. He's been showing off. Antonio some, Pierce, great. He's been doing well. He's had hard games, but you see, the, the, the owner might want to hire the other, the other, the old interim coach. Oh yeah, the old dude. Yeah, I mean he's he's pretty solid. I mean we're going back to Chargers like Rich. I don't we know have AJ going. with his AJ has his hot pick about where Bill Belichick. Will uh, end. Bill Belichick's going to be a Charger next year. It just makes too much sense. You have a developing guy in Justin Herbert. He's a defensive-minded head coach. He can help out that defense that has already great GM a, already a decent amount of talent. Derwin James, you know, they have a decent. They have amount Joey Bosa. I like think Joey Bosa, Derwin James. Right now, I think we put the Raiders game in the embarrassing column. It's number one be. embarrassing spot. It's terrible game for the Chargers. Like I think so. I think help the Chargers for a Chargers overall. team that was coming into the season hoping for playoffs like they have for the past three years. They it's definitely been a big thing. To have that happen. I mean, we're going back to the Raiders. They have Aiden O'Connell starting at quarterback for them. Aiden O'Connell? That's my Exactly. I think I have a little bit of a hot take. Mm. This could be the best loss in NFL history for a team. Uh, Also, by the way, a score, Graham. Score, Graham. It was a score, Gami. It was a score, But I think this could be the best loss in NFL history for a team because they finally move on from Brandon Staley. Which has drought them. And you're going to find a new head coach. Mm. I think it'll be Bill Belichick. We'll see. It could. It, off seasons always change every so, season. So we're going, if we're going to Bill Belichick, let's just talk about the Patriots and Bill Belichick. It's just it's the just Patriots. Rough. It's I. You can't blame a single person. But if we're looking at Mac Jones was drafted top ten, hoping. For a Bama quarterback who showed great in Bama, he comes into the NFL, has a decent rookie year, then doesn't have anything much else to show for that. He's been benched more times than Zach Wilson, and they were in the same draft class. Chiefs. It's just the last. Patrick Mahomes, not a great game. For for such an explosive offense, they should have had 50 on them, but they only dropped 27, and Patriots almost fight back. For For New England, it's just the lack of execution. You miss a field goal. 
it's over. There like, was just like a couple the Giants times game, that Giants just... game to take it to overtime, thirty-two yard chip shot. You're telling me he misses that? Pitt, it's but... just a lack of execution from New England, from Kansas City. I, I don't know because Bailey I don't know if you can actually bench Kadarius Tony because he's so explosive. No, he's but he's he just not can't even catch the ball. Even if he was explosive, if he can't catch and if he keeps getting called for these offside penalties, then what is going to happen? He's going talk, let's talk about that interception Patrick Mahomes threw. Which one? The one straight over the middle. Horrible read. Great read by the defensive back. By, the one by Mapu where he yeah, stole Mapu. it from Kelsey? Exactly. That was great, a good play. That great was a play. play. That's now a physical the play. Tipped Taylor, Tony. Taylor Swift in New England. She's, she's for sure a football fan at this point. You've seen her? She's yelling and stuff. Yeah, no, she's she's doing Travis it. Kelsey Great play the, by Mapu, though. Travis Kelsey First on the ground. First career INT. Uh, he steals Kelsey. it from Kelsey. That's a physical play. That's a guy Travis on Kelsey, my team. Huge guy compared to Mapu. Yeah. Huge guy. Huge. Like, we're talking, what, 6'5", six, 6'6"? Six, six. I see Mapu having a great year next year. I do see him. Mapu's got some good year. potential. I and think. if we're talking about embarrassing losses, I'm going Miami Jets. As a Jets fan myself, but – I See, that's not embarrassing because it was an obvious... Well, we came off of a win against Houston, which has a great offense, by the way. Great defense. A lot of injuries, though. But we came with a 30-6 to like six score to Houston. Then we go into Miami with a decent team, hoping to keep our playoff hopes alive, and we do not score a single point, or yet we had more interceptions than we did have red zone snaps. Can we talk about something else embarrassing in the NFL? Less than a half a dollar seats at the Panthers, Panthers. forty five cents just for rough. this exact seat. Section five hundred and thirty two, row eight. Everything was playing perfectly. The weather was bad. No one wanted to go because so, the, the Panthers in total, still I do have a trash. total count of how many people. Only a thousand six hundred people went to the game out of a capacity crowd of over thirty thousand people. It's just tough. It, I mean, it's why would you want to go? Who's going to pay to go see their team? Well, they did win. We'll give them that. With terrible offense, terrible defense. It was a boring game. It like, was a completely boring game that was completely rainy. And if your fantasy points are happy, Adam Thielen got uh, almost got a touchdown. But you know, I just think that Carolina should have not pulled away with that. And by the way, because of that winning. Carolina, the Falcons are basically knocked out of the playoffs because the Bucks and the Saints both won. They stay in the race for the NFC South championship, the NFC South winners. And yet the Falcons, who could have been in that race, lose by two points. You know who else had an embarrassing game? Hmm. The Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. Coming off of a win, like solid team who everyone was hyping up. They go into Buffalo, a team who has been – very inconsistent, and only scored three points with CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Tony Pollard, and Dak Prescott. That offense, alone on paper, should be putting up 20 points a game. That is an embarrassing game. You know what? No. But see, the Bills, great team together. The Bills Record are really doesn't show it. Record doesn't show but it. But they're a great Nine team. seed right now. They're going to just look on the book. I mean, their defense is riddled with injuries, but they're still playing well on defense because they have good depth. Defense is insane. Eagles, for, that's for having, an embarrassment. Eagles, Seahawks. Eagles, Seahawks. We'll have to talk about it in a minute. But if we're talking about – we're going back to the Bills. Matt Milano's out. Tredavious White's out. Half their defense, they're on IR. But then we're seeing that Buffalo is still playing good on defense. Only Let's letting up there. three points. I mean, the Bills might be – if they make the playoffs, if you're like the two-seed or the three-seed, if you're Kansas City or Miami, mm. I'm getting nervous. 
I mean, I'm also saying Miami got Tyreek was not looking okay out there. I mean, he was in pregame warmups. He was trying to play. Then he's limping off the field with his left foot. That's why he was out during pregame. Yeah, but how long is that going to last? Because he he during during past two games, one against the Jets, one against the Commanders, he both had an injury that he went back onto the field with without getting checked out. Well, I think you got to play in this week. Big game against Dallas this week. Proving it's a proving game for both teams because the Dolphins haven't beat a team over five hundred yet this season. Zero and three. The Cowboys are one and three, coming off an em- against teams over five hundred this season, coming yeah. off an embarrassing loss to the Buffalo Bills. I mean, how the like as as Mike McCarthy, what is your game plan going into Miami? You just know. lost so to I Buffalo. I think Tyreek Hill is going to be pushing to play. So if we see Tyreek Hill play, guarantee we have two on them. I, there's going to be a problem for the Buffalo Bills. Both of them the haven't Cowboys really beaten teams five hundred because the Dallas Cowboys got absolutely. Bossed on by James Cook. Yeah. And now oh, you James bring, Cook. Now you James bring Raheem Cook, Mostert what? James, and Devon A-Chain in there. No matter how you put this, this would be a great game. game. This would be a great wait, game. Wait, wait. Can we all agree James Cook, player of the week? I mean, I would have to say so. I could call I, I mean, mean, the mic. James Cook, AFC Offensive Player of the Week. I would have to assume so. James Cook, Offensive Player of the Week. I mean, he's if we're going AFC, yeah. I mean, he's he went great. James Cook. I mean, after being almost cut, he's been putting up numbers that I could not even imagine. It was twenty-five carries for one hundred and seventy-nine yards and a touchdown, and not including the receiving work he did. He caught a bunch of wheel routes that and then were, he caught two receptions for forty-two yards and a touchdown. How many fantasy points did this guy have? I don't had know. To, Let me had look. to be. I enough. will say Josh Allen threw for under hundred yards. It's. I'm gonna talk about that. Let's let's go off of what he said. Wait, what's the embarrassment of the pass play? Pass play in that game, horrible, 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 horrible. Two offenses that around the last three minutes of the game, neither quarterback over 100 yards passing, less than 100 yards. Can't happen. It can't happen with these two explosive offenses that have C.D. Lamb, Dak Prescott, Tony Pollard, and you have Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and James Cook. Like the Bills put up thirty-one points, you can throw for ninety-four yards. If you're gonna put up thirty-one points, you can do true. whatever you want. It matters. It doesn't. That is a good point. If you're going downfield, it doesn't matter as long as you get in that end zone. That's what matters. That's true. I mean, we're going. Cowboys got a good secondary, so they didn't Cowboys. take many chances. Yeah, Josh played. Allen only threw fifteen passes. Playing no a lot picks. of man. First game, first time in like ten games with not a pick. I mean, um, big yeah. sad news. Sad news coming in not too long ago. Teddy Bridgewater, great quarterback, drafted. You know, he was supposed to. He was supposed to be a number one quarterback in like his draft class, and now he's retiring. I mean, he's had a decent career playing and starting in a couple of teams, playing a backup, but coming in like Miami, he played Detroit, he played in. He had some great teams that he was a part of and great memories. Now he's going from being this huge quarterback to now turning into a high school coach. Like, it's sad for this type of caliber quarterback to go on and become a high school coach when he could be so much something bigger than that. How I see it is, Teddy Bridgewater, horrible. I think everyone's seen that clip. Horrible concussion, complete knockout. ended his career. Didn't end his career. He's just... Became, he got cut. Obviously, I think after one more year, maybe even that. He year. got re-signed by Detroit, though. Exactly. Has has good games, 
is a good quarterback. Obviously, yeah. you have to be a, cor- a good quarterback to play at a caliber he did. And to be on And you'll teams. forever remember that. But he was always this guy who was never not going to be on a team. Yeah. I don't even he, think he spent a, a whole He was a good journeyman. He was a good journeyman. Like, there's a difference between a good journeyman like Ryan Fitzpatrick and Teddy Bridgewater and a bad one like Josh McCown. And Josh Dobbs. Like, we thought Josh Dobbs was coming and he had two great games. Then the Raiders came coming. He gets benched. Speaking of Josh Dobbs, we're going to give it a couple more weeks. Of course, Maybe you it was have just to, a bad week. Of course, you have to give him a couple weeks. Also, where but was I think Josh Dobbs 2.0 may be Tommy DeVito? Hor- but you know what? Not a great game from him. Goes he gets out in the second half. Injury, he got rocked though. No pat. No comes flag back. Ball. No flag. Nothing ball. working for him. Nothing. At so all. we'll give it a couple games. We have. I'm to. just throwing it out there. We have to because also we can't compare the two because Dobbs has been in the league for what five four years, and Tommy DeVito went undrafted, undrafted rookie, and got signed and came in and played as well as he did for being undrafted and being a rookie. I think there is potential that like Tommy to DeVito could play. Next year for the Giants, Daniel Jones can't perform. He's been injury riddled, and he gets paid too much money to be a but, starting quarterback. Let's see if Daniel Jones does get cut, traded. They the can't cut cap. him. They can't exactly, cut him. Exactly, the salary cap. But also, I don't think anyone will take on his contract. Exactly. No one ever will. They're going to be stuck with this, like how other teams have done before. They sign these big contracts, and then they run out of money. Boys, I'd like to see the 49ers clinch the one seed. Before the last That's week. That's probably going to happen. Before the last week, because if that happens, I would love to see Sam Darnold start and see, like, what the difference is, because I think it will evaluate it will see how one. good is Brock. Like, how exactly. much does he matter? But we you also, know? Brock got injured in, like, for three Brock, plays. I thought Brock died for a minute. <laughs> and then he came too. back two plays later. But, like, three plays later, we see three plays of Sam Darnold. One completion, one for three. It's three I plays. Mean, it's three plays. It's not, yeah, I agree, it's not much. As a Jets fan, I watched Sam Darnold play. He is not a starting quarterback caliber, one. And two, if he does play the last week and we see him perform with his offense, that will definitely change people's views on what Brock Purdy has accomplished. All right. I got one more game I want to talk about. I just want to bring up how many sacks the Giants allow. Yeah, it's just – Tommy DeVito, I think. I I don't want to – or anything. There was a stat that said he had 1.2 seconds in the pocket. The average for Mahomes has nothing. For the average time for Mahomes is 3.8. Tommy DeVito 1.4. That is almost a 2.8 second difference. Because see, I, no quarterback, no quarterback can be put into that situation with those receivers that are solid receivers, but they are tall and beefy. They are not arguably, fast. Arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, Brett Favre. Right? Brett Favre was great. He could not. If he had a horrible pocket, like the Giants offer for Tommy DeVito, same thing. Tom we're, Brady, we're same thing. Aaron Rodgers, same thing. We're looking at two different quarterbacks. So we're looking at po- pocket passer quarterbacks. If we go back back to then, to Tom Brady and Rodgers, we see Cam Newton. If the pocket's collapsing, he's running. But those quarterbacks couldn't do that. Because they were pocket passers. They were really good at pocket passings, but you had to make sure you had a good O-line before you even took a chance at starting that quarterback. Boys, I want to talk about one more game. That's the Eagles-Seattle game from last night. Horrible game. Embarrassment, actually. More than embarrassment. I was feeling real good for the Eagles. They got up 10-0 in their first two drives, and then all of a sudden, I don't even know what happened. Drew Locke. 
drafted by the Broncos, barely started on the Broncos for the one year that he was starting, and barely played any football in general, was in the Russell Wilson trade as just a guy who was in the trade. Jalen Hurts, 17 for 31, only 143 yards. How does a defense that has all all pro D-line, all pro linebackers, solid secondary, how do you go and you let up a touchdown, more than two touchdowns, to Drew Locke, a quarterback that was barely starting. For oh, the and another thing probably will happen next week. Uh, congratulations being a Tush Push merchant and getting the rushing touchdown record by quarterback Jalen Hurts. You know, not a huge fan of this guy, but you know what? You have to respect Allen. I, I do respect it. But see, I feel like he didn't have to work for this. He didn't. He's the, simply no. he's jumping forward. He just gets pushed. Honestly, exactly. he just he just get he just dives and gets pushed from. Saying the that he squats five hundred doesn't really change it. He's still just jumping over the line. I mean, also, he works like he works for. He's it. a good quarterback. He he's a great quarterback. He's been his able to scramble. He's been able to do his a lot. But if people different, if people want to hate Dak Prescott, I'm gonna hate Jalen Hurts. Exactly, Dak Prescott should be the most unhated quarterback of all time. Especially after the season that he had before and changing it around like this. Great guy. My number one Pro Bowl quarterback right now. I don't care what the voting says. Couple He's my things. number one. We got a couple mm-hmm. big – you want to get into next week at this point? Um, good? Because I'm good, honestly. I wanted to mention one thing is that the Philadelphia Eagles, Jason Kelsey Center, on those tush pushes, third and one – what Jason Kelsey does, there is a video clip of him doing it. You can ball. see it. He moves the ball forward, then snaps it, making third and one, third and inches. That there has to be more checks they by the refs. They called it a refs. false start last night. They called it, but how many times are they doing that? Oh, and he 100% does it every play, I think. And they don't see it. I so, wonder if every center does it. Every, it, does. every center does. Every center takes do you, And it. from there, do you think the official puts the ball like half a yard back? So or, like or do the refs actually the right watch the center as he grabs the ball? There has to be something to change because it could be centers, but we haven't seen one that drastic where he's actually like extending his arm out. Yes, they'll shift, they'll shift the ball a little bit, but making third and one third in inches, that is so – like that makes a huge but, play. So, see, I haven't seen this. So, is he – like moving the whole lineup too? No, is he is this... picking up the ball and then placing it forward. And then the whole line's moving with him? A little bit. They shift over a little bit. So they shift forward? A little bit, yes. There's a clip of it right there. You can see it. See, look, watch here. That doesn't change anything. It kind of does because the quarterback can snap it, and then they'll have way more room because the defense is going to back up off the ball because they they themselves know they have to be this much from the ball. So if he moves the ball forward, then the defense is going to back up, allowing more room, making it third and inches. But how I see it is when the ball – so all centers do this. when the Because even when I played youth football, obviously yeah. not a big thing. But I was a center. So, it's so much more comfortable to have the ball here, and it's quicker. Yeah. Like, I know the shorter arm angle, but, like, you're like this. Instead of here, you're like this. Or you're like that instead Mm. of that. But also, placing the ball like that is just, like, it it clearly shows that there is a spot on the ball. Every time they put the ball down, they bring the chains out, there's a bunch of ways. It all matters where the ball is placed. And him moving the ball forward, that's – Especially with the refs only noticing that time and we don't hear about it. All centers could be doing this. We don't know. Most embarrassing game of the week. 
It's oh, obviously the Seahawks. I would take who's the Seahawks Eagles. Seahawks Eagles. I mean, you got a team. I mean, you got drove on by Drew. Lock. Philadelphia Eagles. I could before this game, I could say number one offense, number one defense. They've been playing great football. And yes, sneaky like the tush bush, that stuff is like, all right, like no one likes it, but it gets the job done. But at the same time, to play this game with hoping for a win to try and get the first seed, and you're telling me that they blow that lead with 149 left on the clock? Like, their defense was known for not letting up clutch touchdowns. What did they do? They let up a clutch touchdown. They're supposed to be playing good football, and they go in needing this win just to pull that off. I agree. I think you said everything that needs to be said. Yeah. All right. We should move on. I want to talk about real quick before we move on to the next sport, the big games of next week. Starting off on a little Saturday night, Bills Chargers. That's a great game. Well, it's really one thing, and I want to see, do the Chargers become that much better without Brandon Staley? I'm very or interested. Or do they stay the same? And it's not. Say that. I mean, also, I'm looking at their that. injury, not even riddled. They are more than injury. Mike Williams gone. Keenan Allen gone. Austin Eckler is coming off. Of Justin it. Herbert. Justin Herbert's Austin gone. Austin Eckler looks terrible anyway. Yeah, so. even if he did play. Even if he yeah. And then um, I would say what would be the biggest game of the week, Cowboys. 425, I think on Christmas Eve, Sunday, Cowboys-Dolphins, a combined 1-6, the two teams are, against teams over 500. I'm just going to say. It's a huge game for both teams. It's a massive game for both teams. Massive. If the this Dolphins is... lose this game and the Cowboys win, or if, if the Dolphins lose this game and the Bills win, it's down to one game in the division with the Bills and the Dolphins having to play each other later in the season. This could be a division matchup. This could um, this is insane. Yeah. So and then this Ravens 49ers. In the Ravens 49ers game, I think it's a big game. Like you said, you want to see Sam Darnold. You well, want to I see think Brock it's Brady. I think it's, it's big for early. I think it's big for the Ravens because this could be a potential Super Bowl matchup. And I really want to see like where are they compared because to, Rams also beat the Detroit Lions. They beat where Bad are the teams. Ravens compared to the best team in the league? Where are they? they if they show up, are they close? Are they going to get? Are they going to win the game? They could win the game. Like if we're going to who did the 49ers lose to? We're talking Minnesota. I don't remember the rest. The 49ers had that three game losing streak. They have three game they come out better than ever. Which I is, think I think they're improving. Yeah, I think I mean they're they're not only improving. I mean we're talking about a team that came from a three game losing streak. They're going to have to improve if they want to stay in the playoffs. And with that offense they have, and again, Christian McCaffrey, who is maybe MVP because of the numbers and mortality he's putting up, I could have Christian McCaffrey leading this team to the Super Bowl and more. I say we get no. I say we – I say we just – let's just do a quick thing on the NBA. Yeah, right. Honestly, yeah. not even much to talk about. Jason Tatum. Except congrats to Jason Tatum and Nicole Jokic. Okay, Eastern Tatum. Western Player of the Month, solid yep. um, scorer. I mean, he's a great player all around. I'm not surprised. Like they're the two. I would say they're the better two players. Like Jokic, more than likely, when he retires, will become a Candyman. Yeah. Also, Draymond Jokic Green. Draymond basketball. Draymond Green getting suspended for the year. Draymond Green has we, more ejections than Pistons do wins. Draymond Green suspended for the year. I did not hear yeah. about that. He's, he's not suspended for the year. He's suspended indefinitely. So it's like. They could take so, him off. So you could be suspended technically forever, or you could be suspended for like two games. They would never know. But per one of the bigger reporters, he's going to like a therapy or something. Yeah, he'll be back in like three, four weeks. 
which it was what weird. did he do he, he got another fight he got really another fight on, we got we had the choking we had the we had all of those fights i mean draymond green for a long time was a great player which, which would because of because of that i mean like we're talking about draymond green a great player couple all-stars he's a great forward and this man who's a great center i'm great forward who gets paid enough money for what he does proceeds to pull off a childish act like that i mean that's 12u basketball punching the kid choking the guy out like none of this should be a professional basketball should be doing this Unless, like the head coach did, Steve Kerr said that he is in a bad mental state. I will space. be honest, I think he hates white foreign players. That could be true. He has attacked a lot of them. Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gay. But yeah, so we see him oh, against. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just did completely sloppy. Yep. Yeah. I mean, All right. so he's going to be out for a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I heard somewhere Draymond Green was the reason Kevin Durant left. And if that's true. That's it could insane. be true. That's insane. But it's we're also, we're that's that's that changes so the Golden State's entire future. What has happened now? But also, we're looking at Draymond Green just recently, last year, punched Jordan Poole. Like now he's fighting. He made with, Jordan Poole leave. Yeah, like I mean, maybe was good because Jordan Poole is. Amazing. We're having like he's fighting with other players now, which is always somewhat going to happen. But fighting with your own teammates to the point of punching at them. Off-season practice is crazy. It's. Yeah. I think we move on to MLB. There's not much to talk about. Yeah. Major right League Baseball. Yeah. That's what MLB baseball. stands for, bud. First, first thing, first thing I want to cover before we get into any. Di- Otani is given a mural already in the Dodgers side of Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean he deserves it. He does deserve it. The Otani contract. It's very. It's quite weird. It has a lot of clauses, but. His, if his personal translator gets fired, he can opt out. He gets his own suite. 1% of his salary goes to he a gets charity. His own suite? Yeah. He can opt out if certain executives leave. So he has a bunch of stuff. That contract's contract. really long. So. But do we think with the executives, do you think Shohei will pay one of the executives to leave if he doesn't want to be on the Dodgers? Well, that's I think kind he of will. maybe. That I think could. if you quit, I don't think it counts. I think they have to get fired. No, either way, yeah, as long if they're not no longer part of the maybe could, they could hire him as an uh, janitor, and it still count as being on the team. Maybe then I don't know. Sure, this could be fraud. This definitely is fraud. If yeah. depending on what happens later, it, this could turn into fraud. Which, we, but yeah, so Tani giving a mural, Tani's contract, crazy, just crazy. That's crazy. I mean, I want to cover one thing real quick that really made me angry was what the Atlanta Braves decided to do. They Matt tra- Carpenter. Matt Carpenter gets traded. Yankee legend. Yankee legend. All around legend. legends. Just to him. Italian Stallion almost. And he, we're talking about a great guy who's always been fun and always has helped teams get their batting average up, help in the field. So He's been a solid player. He gets traded to Atlanta per Atlanta's request. Who what I heard happened here. Is they tried to do the same thing that they just did with I think Stassi or one of them guys. Is they traded for him and then tried to trade him for a prospect because his contract is terrible. Yeah. And no one would take him. So they so just they cut just him. cut him. Which is awful because like Which he's not a bad tough. player. He started for the Padres. Like this is not a they, bad player. They aren't the Padres not a great team. Not a great team. Not a great like, team and still I don't a starting know. caliber player. Yeah. He's a great four-tool guy. I don't say five just, because he's obviously not just, fast. Just to cut him, like, you're getting the hopes up. First, he has to get moved to Atlanta within two days and then gets cut. 
you leave him on the streets? Like, that's an, one a horrible thing decision player-wise. In the and streets two, of Atlanta. Two. Two. <laughs> Do we I, think that they called him and said, hey, welcome to Atlanta. Either way, you're not going to be on the team in two days, so just don't even come here? Do we think? Like, I bet you. you they it's it's a terrible humanity thing to do. As a human being, how can you tell somebody that they have to move their family to a different place and then two days later tell them no one cares? Well, so let's think, though. No one moves until the season's closer. Because, I would say, yeah, I would say, yeah, probably, I would like, say it probably didn't affect him that much besides the fact that he just what, doesn't have a job now. Which he probably will find another job considering that he is, again, that good four-tail player. But. Lourdes Gurriel, back to Arizona. Stays back to with Arizona. The He's a great uh, player. Great I like the move. Did his physical go through? Yeah. It did. From what I heard. So, I like the move for Arizona. They bring yeah. back another piece from the World Series team. I think they've done nothing but improve from that team. I see. I truly see the Diamondbacks becoming a World Series caliber team for the next multiple years. I agree. I think, and you can get into this more as a Red Sox fan. What's the Red Sox plan here? Because you trade Verdugo, and then you don't sign Gurriel. So now are you going to sign Soler? But there was, there's been no real news about that with him tied to the Red Sox. I don't think the Red Sox on anyone here. But why? Are, are, we, guys, are you guys just going to Are you guys just going to sit dumb. here and yeah. not pay anyone? Oh, uh, your GM has been. It was on like a hot the other seat. thing I heard about. The other, this is the thing that I wanted to bring up. Your owner and your GM wanted to wait for Yamamoto's decision, but if you didn't get you want Yamamoto, they wanted to sign back Eduardo Rodriguez, who pitched there a couple of years ago. But Eduardo Rodriguez didn't feel like waiting, so he signs with a new. Right now, I think the Red Sox. Um, their GM right now is the new is, GM already on a warm seat. He's clearly. He's, I think he might. Be. If they don't do anything, I think he might be. I if the Red Sox start. don't sign Yamamoto after waiting for everyone else and letting them Shoho go, was even in the mix with him. And it's he just, didn't even touch it's it. just bad, and it's not Choho, it's Shohei. It is Shohei. Uh, here we like to call him Shoho. But speaking of Shohei Otani, <laughs> most he's most viewed baseball reference page in 38 out of the 50 states. Guess who came in second? I, I couldn't. I would have that. to I guess it would have been. Uh, I think I saw this. It was, Aaron Judge. it was Aaron Judge with three. It was probably all in like Connecticut, New York. It was yeah. Aaron Judge with three. Bryce Harper and Julio Julio Rodriguez had one. Mm. Luis Arise had two. Miggy had one, and Christian Yelich had one. Mm. Wow. Shohei covered everything. Shohei covered all of New England, other than I think Connecticut. Of course, and Aaron, Ju- Aaron Judge took over Connecticut. Yeah, because judges just okay. So, I want to I want to bring up something about going back to the Red Sox. Could we entirely blame the GM? The owner's been known to cut off ideas about getting. New I don't think we can. I think I think you don't ever really a hundred percent know. You don't hundred percent know, but it's like I think you know like how much behind the, the scenes because since he's a new GM. Could the owner be influencing the GM not to make decisions, not paying people? I would say for so. more. For I mean, more, he, he gets more money if he doesn't pay that people. The franchise gets more money. I'm gonna throw ever. something out here right now. I mean, he's a Red Sox fan. He'll know better than I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw something out right now. Red Sox. I don't see them anywhere. They can't be. I mean, Clearly. unless I you make a new move, the fifth team. Um, unless you the make other four teams move. are. Really good. Really good. The Blue other four teams in different divisions Orioles, could probably Tampa win. Bay. I mean, the only one I could say that's next to them is Blue Jays. I mean, so the- right now, um, 
Yeah, and that's Blue Jays are rumored to Cody Bellinger, Marcus Stroman. So yeah, which which we don't hear from the Red Sox. You should hear more rumors from the Red Sox, considering how little they got. Tyrell O'Neill. If you think about this, this is what I was thinking about last night. If you're Yamamoto, and you said history, but most importantly, winning mm. is your goal, your what you yeah. want, your ethic type thing. Going to the Yankees, and you Yankees. have ten teams in front of you, and all the contracts are within. 300. A year yeah. of each other. They're all within like 20, 30 million of each other. The Red Sox compared to the Dodgers or the Yankees, it, it's just not there. Four championships. It's just not like, suitable right now, current roster, to that these other guys. That he may not even be an ace on the Red Sox, considering Chris Sale, depending on if he plays or not. Well, he's not going to be Central an ace on, on the Yankees. Yeah. But. Central on Moto. We did, earlier, we did break down our contract thoughts. I... Thought Rangers for five years, a hundred million. Ryan thought Yankees four years, a hundred million. AJ goes Yankees ten years, two hundred ninety-five million. Clearly, you can see me and AJ are Yankees fans, but at the same time, Clearly, that's you can also see. I'm hearing it make it up to four hundred million. I was, I just saw something on that. It doesn't sound like he'll be towards the force. It sounds like. But then it, they said four, and then Jeff Passan said that was wrong. He's not a rookie. Don't forget. I was going to be. I would say it's going to be the twenty-five. I would say it's going to be between two eighty and three fifty. Let's, let's for just 10 to bring up something years, with Moda. I would say having so second meeting. He's going to be in New York, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I, if I, I could he's change New York or LA, if I could change this right now, it's definitely not going to be the Angels. It's yeah, going to so. be New York or New York. It's the Yankees, right the Mets, or the Dodgers. Mets have dinner with. Which uh, he requested. He, he did yeah, request, so but he also requested the Yankees, too. He requested the Yankees with, dinner, too. So, Yankees for the second time, and then... He requested the Mets with Mendoza. Moto had dinner at Steve Cohen's house, so with Mets containment. Cohen, his wife, Alex, can't even read that last name, Carlos Mendoza, and pitching Yankee coach legend. Jeremy Hunter. But let's just think. New York, with its very, very rich population of Asian, Japanese, Chinese, Filipino, just the Asian culture in general. Look, I would, I mean, I think it was brought up at the dinner from what I heard. The Yankees have had success with former Japanese players Masahiro Tanaka, uh, Hideki Matsui. They've they've had. Well, he was on the right side. Yeah, I I was thinking of. uh, Yeah, I mean, and I think it was brought up. Aaron Judge went to the dinner, Garrett Cole was there. Rodon also. C.C. Sabathia was there. Uh, All great. I heard Masahiro Tanaka. Let's just say something real quick. If this was college football or just college sports in general, the coach, suspended. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The people who attended the dinner, suspended. It's so different. College, pro. It's weird. Did you hear that? Marvin Harrison's NIL deal is like $20 million. He because deserves it. He's one of the greatest that, college players. They said that it was close to like where he would go in the draft, which is top three. The number third pick is $22 million. They said that his, his NIL deal was close to that, which if I'm being honest with Let's you, just... you may stay at Ohio yeah. State. I mean, we're going Because back. right now, I could see him being like one to three. Depending on quarterback change. Let's see that disappointment. Next year, if, he goes, if he goes crazy next year, I think he's the number one pick. So you make more money now and next year. What may if, stay. right now? And you'll be on a better team. I don't want to go back to the football, obviously, but I'm just going to say it. What if the Patriots are lying about firing Belichick? And what if they just him. want attention? They're just tanking and they're acting. What like happens if the Patriots never had intent to? 
Because the Jaguars did that. They acted like they were going to fire their coach. Maybe they're just going to act like they fire Belichick to see if Or maybe they move him to, to GM. See. No, the other... No. Th- well, he's already the GM. Okay. He should not be the GM, by the way. <laughs> he cannot draft or make trades. Belichick's GM also? Yeah. yeah. But in my opinion, they may be trying to do it because... To see what they get. If someone offers a first-round pick for Belichick... Mm. You may have to take it. Like it might have to be done. You just make. I, take it. I don't think trades with coaches is ever a good idea, and I think that's always like the Sean Payton trade for the first round pick. That was, was insane. Awful. Like, why would you ever do that? I mean, I think it's worked out. He's much better than Nathaniel Hackett. But anyone's better than but Nathaniel I mean, Hackett. Like he could have put him like Michael Kelps, and he would have probably led that offense. Still, so. I mean, at the same time, talking about young talent, Marvin Harrison. Let's yeah. take it a little more yo- local with. Ledger High School Sports. I mean, we have Zion. That Zion, what's his last Zion name? Bunkley. Zion Ten Bunkley. Zion points, 20 rebounds, and a 59-55 win over Griswold for the boys I basketball mean, team on Saturday. C- CIAC Player of the Week mention, and is still in voting. We yep, don't know. ECC, I think. No, CIAC. Oh, was yeah. it? So, okay. these are the ECC Boys of the Week, uh, Boys Athletes of the Week. Lincoln Carlson, Eastland Wrestling, won the Guilford Invitational 175th title to, or no, 175 weight class, I'd have to imagine. Title to lead the team to a fifth place finish. Good job, buddy. JJ Robinson from Fitch Basketball, 23 points, 11 assists, and five steals in a 57 to 45 win versus NFA. Good game. Good job. Our hometown hero. <laughs> Zion Bunkley, Ledger Basketball, 10 points, 20 rebounds, and a 59-55 win versus Grizzled. Great job. I mean, that's just – that's crazy when you think about it. In the quarters for Varsity Connecticut Basketball, 20 rebounds? Like, that's great amazing. job. Some NBA, yeah, that's some NBA players don't you score just gotta 20 rebounds. You've got to be physical. Which he is. He's Jace, small, too. Jace Kobeluck, Montville Basketball, 35 points and 21 rebounds in two games. In two games. Okay, but John Heck, what a name. What a name. NFA fencing, 3-0 with 15 touches scored with only four touches received. Never watched fencing. So I'm just, we're just going to clap it up. I don't know, but it sounds good. does sound good. Um, Amari Marshall, heard of this guy before. St. B's basketball, 19 points and an 83-65 win versus Chenny Tech. It was named MVP in the spirit of Doc Classic at, at Trinity College. Good job. Juan Morrell Jr., Waterford basketball, 15 points, 11 rebounds, and two blocks in 55 in a 55 to 32 win versus Woodstock. Good job. Good. Great. Girls athletes of the week: Malia Robbins, Fitch basketball, averaged 12 points and six rebounds in three games, leads the team to a two and one record. Clap it up! Clap it up! Oh. Claire Giggleham, Ledger Fencing, went 5-1 in a tri-meet versus Grizzled in East Lyme. Also, uh, school uh, girls athlete of the week, including with Zion as the boys school athlete of the week. Jada Cheung, Montville basketball, 44 points, four Ooh. steals, and three rebounds in two games. Great That's job. That's a Giannis performance right there. Oh. I, I'm going to – you know what? But – Emily Orca, NFA basketball, 15 points versus Woodstock, 12 points versus East Lime, and 8 points and 11 rebounds versus Newton. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad, not bad at all. Not bad at all. Up it up. 
the hunting gal, St. Bernard Fencing, 5-1 in foil to lead team in win versus New London. Nice show. Not nice show. Jalise Rivera, I don't know how to pronounce your name. Wyndham Basketball, 32 points and 12 assists, 9 steals and 8 rebounds in 2 games. Wow. Nice That's show. Great. That's great. Eva Moynihan, Woodstock Basketball, 21 points and 2 threes in season opener versus NFA. Oh, season opener, nice. too. What a way to put a stance out there. So, yeah. That, that's all the hometown Votes sports. in. Put your votes in. Okay. Yeah, May put your yeah, votes, sure in. Put your votes uh, in. The boys' basketball team is a solid 1-1. One one. Girls' mm-hmm. basketball, 2-0. Oh. Girls' basketball, proves a 2-0. Oh. Girls' basketball game tonight against NFA. Yeah, hoping to go 3-0. 6 o'clock. Come. Make it 3-0. Oh. Come on out. Let's go Ledger. Yeah. Let's go Ledger, guys. Let's get up for Ledger.